With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. God damn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's only how to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday and welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. My name is Memphis. I will be your host tonight, and I will be taking you through week two of the NFL action. We'll be covering a bunch of different topics, whether that's Survivor, Pick'ems Against the Spread, Player Props. It's all baked in. It's all right here in The Juice. I will take just a quick second to give you a friendly reminder that now is a great time to subscribe everywhere. We are two podcast channels, two YouTube channels. So if you'll search Dynasty Warzone while listening to this podcast on the player profiler feed, you'll find my other podcast channel. That's my podcast channel. And you will find a lot of the shows that I do over there, as well as the shows I do here on player profiler, as well as shows by other hosts on that network, and it helps a bunch. Same thing. I see you watching on YouTube. I'm actually streaming live, and I can see those of you in the YouTube chat, and while you're here, go over to Dynasty Warzone and give us a subscribe as there as well. The Dynasty Warzone, that's for the Dynasty gamers in the house. New shows coming out every Thursday both audio and YouTube. Audio, first thing in the morning, like 6 a.m., Thursday morning. We'll be going through game by game, giving you a dynasty stock up, a stock down. We'll have our buddy Dr. Kyle coming through talking injuries, our buddy Dallas coming through talking about the 2024 rookies. He's basically talking about guys still in college, but kind of giving you a prep of guys that we'll be talking about from Dynasty Fantasy Football this time next year and a lot more. So that's on the Dynasty Warzone. Be sure to check that out on on Thursdays. Used to be on Wednesdays. Hard for me to say Thursdays when for all these years I've been doing Wednesdays, but don't worry. We have a Wednesday show all lined up. Uh, Crazy week one. Um, Obviously didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. I'll cover all that in just a second. We'll jump into Survivor. There's there's something I did well last week. I'll jump into Survivor right after a quick word from Bet Openly. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee 
on bed openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Yeah, bet openly. It's a unique way to it's it's got a DFS feel to it. It's got a gambling prop feel to it, but a lot of fun. Check it out. As always, one thing I love about Matt, the pod father, super smart guy, as all of you know. But not only is he super smart, but anywhere you want to support the player profiler enterprise, you just use promo code underworld. Bet openly. Promo code underworld. I'm going to talk about rival later in the show. Promo code underworld. All the lines that I got tonight come from BetMGM, promo code Underworld. So if you remember the word Underworld everywhere you go, uh, there's usually some sort of a discount. So let's jump into the survivor pool, the survivor picks. For those that are new, maybe listening to the juice for the first time, just a quick reminder, the survivor pool is just like it sounds. Every week you pick one team. There is no point spread. There's no plus three. There's no minus seven. It's just you pick a team, and if they survive, you survive. It's as simple as it sounds. Now, you got to do that for 18 straight weeks, and in some of the bigger contests, like the one that I'm going to reference here in just a second, you have to do a double entry week 12. That's Thanksgiving week, so that Thursday and Friday – Looking super forward to that Jets game now against Miami on Black Friday with Aaron Rodgers out, but we'll suffer through that in a in a handful of weeks and the Thursday games. So between those four games, you'll have to pick one winner to survive that week, and then you'll do the same thing week 16 Christmas week because there'll be games on multiple days. I love that the NFL does that for us during the holidays. Makes fantasy gaming a little bit interesting, but from a gambling standpoint, gives us more action, spreads it out. And to be honest, I I really think they're trying to steal turf from the NBA. Traditionally, the NBA's big season, I'm not an NBA guy, but like that that Christmas day had been, had, past tense, had been their day. But big week coming up, week 12, week 16. So, but last week, my survivor pick was Washington. They tried. They they absolutely tried to blow this. If you ever go to ESPN, if you're ever watching a game on ESPN's GameCast, like on their app or on their desktop, and you go into the GameCast, and at the bottom of the screen, it will show you the win percentage. It will show you at that given moment in time, and I think it updates every two minutes, but at that given moment in time, it gives you a percentage likely outcome of the game. And somewhere, and I don't remember if it was late third quarter or or early fourth quarter, but Arizona was like 70% to win that game. And they absolutely had to shoot themselves in the foot for me to get there. But they got there. This this is why Survivor is both fun, it's exhilarating, it's stressful. Um, A, no point spread. Because the point spread is the great equalizer. And and, And when a team tells you that a player did or did not or a team did or did not exceed expectations i consider that the point spread you know if you're going season long you can go like season long player props you can go season long win totals that's the expectation that is the the expectation of the gaming experts so if 
Kansas City beats Jacksonville by one. Well, the spread is three and a half, four and a half. The numbers move now that both Frank Clark and, and Travis Kelsey are playing, but that's the expectation. That's what makes Survivor so fun is that you just have to pick a winner. And it seems so simple. And you wind up picking on a handful of teams. I'll tell you, as I started my initial bracket, my initial graph, I was picking a lot on the Arizona Cardinals, and I was picking a lot on the Houston Texans. I'll tell you, I've added the Carolina Panthers to my list of teams that I'll be picking on for Survivor, and I've added the New York Jets now that they've got Zach Wilson as their quarterback. So I'm redoing my grid. I promised I was going to show it tonight. I don't want anything I forgot. I have all of my graphics, all of my visuals for the show ready. I do not have my graph, my grid, because I'm going to update it now that I have two more teams that I'm going to pick on. So this week I have two options, two best options. And the first option for me is the New York Giants. And I, I feel like I'm going back to the Arizona Cardinal well again. But I think this is the best shot to use the new. As a matter of fact, I know it's the best shot to use the New York Giants. If I don't use the New York Giants now, then there's a high likelihood that I'll not use the New York Giants at all this year. And I, I know I'm. I know the goal is to survive, and I know I'm taking another chance to use another mid. You know, a mid-level team, and, and you know, mid in popular vernacular could mean you know bad. But I just mean, when I say a mid-level team, I mean literally the middle of the road. I think the New York Giants are probably somewhere between the 15th and 20th best team in the league. So they're right there, right around the middle of the pack. But I think this is a good spot for the New York Giants. First of all, I love teams that got publicly embarrassed in any given week. But especially at home, standalone game, national TV, they were embarrassed. They got taken to the woodshed, had their pants pulled down, and got their asses whipped. And I, I think Arizona, I, I mentioned earlier, their, their win share probability going into the fourth quarter of that game against the Washington Commandos. I, I, I think they gave it their all, and I think they came up short. I don't know that you get that kind of effort again. And as the season goes on, I just expect Arizona to continue to be deflated, and I expect the New York Giants to be pissed off. Therefore, that's one of my two. The other one that I have is after seeing Carolina. Man, I I think Carolina may have got fleeced. I don't know that this is the team that's going to do great. I think this is the team that could give the Bears a top-five pick in 2024 and put them on the decision block to uh, whether or not they're going to keep Justin Fields. This Carolina team looks bad. No offensive skill weapons. DJ Chark was out. You've got Adam Thielen. Um, Hayden Hurst. Hay Hayden Hurst had a, a nice game. A lot of receptions for Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders. I mean, I don't know that there's a better chance to use New Orleans. Um, I didn't have them down for anything too crazy in my survivor bracket, but, but I think for me, I, I think that if you overthink it and think long, I think you think wrong and I am going to stick with my initial pick. I'm going to take the New York giants. I'm going to pick on the Arizona Cardinals two weeks in a row in survivor. 
get used to that. It's going to be a lot of Arizona, Houston. We're now adding in the Jets and the the, the Panthers. Uh, I think I'm going to wait and save Carolina and New Orleans when the game is in New Orleans. Because the one thing that could happen, could, Monday night football and that Monday night crowd, home opener, New Orleans on grass. I just, I if I'm going to back New Orleans against anybody in a survivor atmosphere, and I know I get to crack at this team again, I'll wait and, and revisit New Orleans against Carolina when they play in the Dome in Carolina. So my survivor pick, lock locking in the very public, the ultra-popular New York football giants. Uh, I, I, I think I could just end the pod right there. I would just like to end the pod right there because my pick'em pool palooza was an absolute shit show last week, and uh, I, I felt really good about it. Uh, I was watching the game. I was actually at the Colts game here in Indianapolis. I was at the game. Everything was just cruising along. Browns beating the dog shit out of Cincinnati. Th- there's just certain teams in the NFL that they have your number. And the Browns have yet to lose to the Joe Burrow Bengals. As tough as the Bengals play, like, say, Baltimore or Kansas City, they just do not have the ability to beat this Browns team yet. So that, that one came in super easy, zero sweat. The next one, New Orleans Saints at home laying three to the Tennessee Titans. All game long, four-point lead. I was like, okay. Last three minutes of the game, it was the Saints up four, Tennessee's driving, drive stalls. Instead of going for it on fourth down, trying to get the win, they kick the field goal. And and, and this is why gambling's hard because, you know, I had the cover. I had Whether you had it at three or three and a half, I had the cover. And then they kicked this field goal to put them down one, and, and I do get their philosophy. It's like, okay, we're going to kick this field goal. We're on the good side of the two-minute warning. We're going to hold them. We're going to get this ball back. And then we're going to go down and kick another field goal and win this game. So I understand the strategy and the philosophy. But New Orleans gets the ball. They're driving. It's a third down. And they're on like the Tennessee 30, whatever it was. And, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to run the ball. It's it's third and eight. They're going to run the ball, pick up a couple of yards, plunk it right in the dead middle set it up, kick the field goal, go back up by four, hold them, go down, and I'm going to get the cover. No. If you if you actually haven't seen it, I retweeted it the other day at DWZ Memphis, and it was Derek Carr talking about, you know, hey, we're going to go deep to Sheed again, meaning Rashid Shahid. And sure enough, in, in the huddle, he told Rashid Shahid to hit a go route, and the corner wasn't covering him because the corner, much like me, expecting the running play, Shahid beat him to the to the, to the boundary, catches the ball, three kneel outs. That was a loss. Giants at Dallas and Steelers at home against San Francisco. Just both teams at home just absolutely got the dog shit kicked out of them. And, and I, I don't get it. I mean, the Steelers just didn't show up and I, I had to adjust where I'm where I'm at on San Francisco. And I'll tell you what, I, I really adjusted Dallas, but it's not the offense. I mentioned on the Dynasty War Zone on our show just the other day, you know, we did Dynasty stock up, stock down for every player. And for those of you that that do DFS or those of you that, you know, do fantasy football, 
I'm not like down down on CD Lamb. He's still a top five dynasty wide receiver for me. I, I love CD Lamb, but it's like if Dallas is just going to beat the dog shit out of these teams every single week, it's like are they going to be forced to throw the ball at the level they have? And I, I was totally impressed with Dallas's front because I think the Giants are a well-coached team, and I think they've got a pretty good offense. And then the one – and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see me closing my eyes. I look like Jonah Hill, that meme or gif of Jonah Hill from War Dogs where I'm, I'm rubbing between my eyes. I, I know better than to back a Brandon Staley-led Chargers team. I knew it. I knew it. They're up four. We're, we're, we're covering. We're, we're up four. We're, we're in good shape. And and he's a defensive-minded coach. Why are we not doubling Tyreek Hill? What are we what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? So out of everything that I that I took away the other day, it's that that gambling is hard and you should always bet with your head. What's our guy Furio say? God damn breakings. Nobody misses the extra point. So only had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined. No bitch for me. Bet with your head. No over it. This is why I always say bet with your head, not over it, because this shit happens. You get the bad beat like the Tennessee game. You you, you get the bad – and I'm not going to call the Chargers game a bad beat. I think the Tennessee game was a bit of a bad beat. The Chargers game was my own silliness for, for backing for backing old, uh, old what's-his-name, uh, Brandon Staley. I, I should I should know better. So – uh, I'm going to go into my pickums again. Obviously, I'm one in four in my contest. Um, I don't know if pregame's contest is still allowing new entries. I know the one that I mentioned at the Action Network, and it's favorites.actionnetwork.com. Uh, that's another free contest. If you want to do pickem, I will say this about the Action Network podcast: is that they throw out the top five. I'm sorry, they throw out one, uh, two weeks. So you can remove two weeks from your score. So you can literally go through and do the 18-week pick them at the Action Network, and you only need 16. Now, you're at a bit of a disadvantage because you have one less week to throw away. But head over there. If you're looking to do this along with us, if you're playing these picks, totally cool. P- play along. Um, I'm not betting them. I'm using them for a pick them contest, which is a, a form of gambling. But uh, these these are frozen lines and, and, and they have not moved. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull those up right now so that that all of you guys can see it. Uh, my first one, bit of a homer pick, bit of a homer pick. I did mine at pregame.com. I could share my Action Network one. This is just the one that I had saved. I screenshotted it and I just pulled it up to share. Uh, the Colts plus one and a half at Houston. I, I love the number. Uh, like I said, I was at the Colts game last Sunday. They looked significantly better than Houston's offense. The Colts should have covered that game. Speaking of bad beats, that Travis Etienne touchdown with like three minutes left to go was brutal. And then the Colts had a chance to go back and get it back. They're all on the one-yard line. Uh, Anthony Richardson gets hurt, leaves the game. Now, he's not on the injury report, but here comes Gardner, the mustache Minshew, couldn't cash in. And the Colts end up losing by 10. Jacksonville covers. And, and then you go back, and, and I didn't watch the entire game. I didn't watch the All-22. But you go back and look at the game where Houston went to Baltimore. They didn't look very good. Now, they looked way more 
impressively coached than last year. I think D'Amico Ryan's long-term, he, he's going to do a really good job with this Houston's team. But I think the Colts come in there and they're better. I mean, like I said, they, they were holding Jacksonville's offense. And, and I think the Colts' defense is, is better than you think. I think the Colts win this game outright, but I'll take the point and a half. Colts, first pick in the survivor pool. Second pick, the Packers. I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't get it. I, I get that Desmond Ritter completed a high percentage of his passes. I get that he completed 15 of 18 passes, but he did it for a buck 18. And I get that Jordan Love's passing completion percentage wasn't great, but he was without Christian Watson, arguably his wide receiver one. Watson was at practice on Friday. We'll see what his full practice level is. I just think I'm getting the better team. I don't know that when we watch this game on Sunday that the Packers are as good on offense as they showed against the Bears, but I, I do know this. I do know that the Packers' defense is the best unit on the field out of the offenses and defenses for both these teams. I think that Packers' defense is way underrated and way underappreciated. Uh, I, I, I am a little concerned about the injuries on the Green Bay side. I think Green Bay goes in there and also wins this game outright, but I'll take the point and a half. Uh, Green Bay plus one and a half at Hotlanta. Uh, last, I'm assuming, uh, last week, we'll just, we'll just transition it that way. Last week, the Bills absolutely, I think the Bills were going to lose that game regardless. Whether Aaron Rodgers got hurt, well, obviously Zach Wilson. Again, some teams just have other teams' numbers. And the Jets have built this roster. And it reminds me of the way the rest of the AFC South used to build their teams when Indianapolis had Peyton Manning. Every team in that division was building a team that was going to allow them to beat the Colts with Peyton Manning. And I think that's what the Jets have done, what the Jets have done with Josh Allen. And I, I think this is a, a great spot. I don't normally love laying eight points. I think Denver's a little bit, uh, excuse me, uh, LA, but I'm all over the place. I don't believe Las Vegas is as good as they looked going into Denver and beating the Broncos last week. I don't think Bron the Broncos are all that good. And I don't think the Raiders with just Max Crosby can get after the quarterback the way that the, the Jets did last week. And I think Josh Allen is absolutely going to turn the ball loose. Um, I had a prop in this game, but the, the, the number moved from the time that I did my research. I had to scramble here right before I hit the live button. That's why I was a couple of minutes late to the to the live stream is because I was looking for a new one. My initial one at 5 o'clock, because I want to give you guys a live, fresh number that I literally pull up right before I hit the record button. James Cook was over 12.5 receiving yards. The number moved all the way to 15.5. Not that I don't love it, but I, I, I don't love it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going crazy with that one, but I do love the Bills. I think the Bills absolutely put them on them. And the Bills are bullies. Like when the Bills have you down and they have their foot across your throat, they're not going to be afraid to, to put you out. So I'm on the Bills, even though it's laying a big number, and I am taking the Bills. Uh, I, I have got a, a, a wrong pick. I just looked at my screenshot that, that I put on here on the screen. It says I'm taking the Cardinals plus four. I'm not. 
Um, go back to my survivor pick. I'm taking the Giants minus four. So what you see on YouTube and, and what I actually want, two different things. Again, I mentioned all the reason in the survivor pick. I, I love taking teams off of embarrassment. When you're embarrassed, you never work harder. Think about yourself. You're doing a presentation at work, a presentation at school, and you absolutely bomb that presentation. You're going to make sure, if you have any pride at all, that the next time that you get the opportunity that that you nail it, I, I think the Bills are going to have, excuse me, the, the, the Giants are going to have a lot of pride. They're going to come in here and you're going to see their best game. They're going to get back to one one and one, and I'm going to take the Giants minus the four. Final game, you can't really see it because of my fancy graphics. Shout out to the graphics team here at Roto Underworld Player Profiler. Uh, I'm taking the Saints minus the three. Yes, I'm confident enough to take them in a bet. I didn't take them in the survivor pool. I end up going both ways in my survivor pool. Uh, I'm laying the three. I mentioned the same thing in the in the in the same section as as the survivor pool. I don't think this Carolina team's any good. And for the longest time, as a Colts fan, I defended Frank Reich, and I, I thought he was a better coach. I think he was the benefit of a really good year from Andrew Luck. He was the benefit of a really good year from Philip Rivers. And I wanted to give him all the credit for the magic of the one season with Carson Wentz that he tore up his knee. And, and I think it was Doug Peterson. We've seen the, the step that Trevor Lawrence took and not the step that quarterbacks have taken under Frank Reich. So uh, I don't believe in this Carolina team. Saints minus three. So I'll read them off real quick. Read them off real quick and then we'll uh, jump into some player props. I'll get you on about your day. Uh, Colts plus one and a half. Packers plus one and a half. Bills lay the eight. New York football giants lay the four. New Orleans Saints lay the three. Those are my five pick em picks of the week. I am going to run one final timeout for our friends at Rival Fantasy, and then we'll wrap this up with player props. Hey, we've got to talk about Rival Fantasy today. Rival Fantasy, they're a huge supporter of everything we do, the podcast channel, the YouTube channel. It's possible because of Rival, and they have an incredible new offer with promo code PLAYER. Promo code PLAYER, you double your deposit up to $200, and you get $25 in bonus bucks. So it's $225 additional to play in NFL preseason. You can do their props on the fantasy book where it's, over, under, over, under, over, under, up to five guys. The more over-unders you hit, the higher your payout. And they have their challenges for the community. You can say, hey, I think that Player X is going to go over this many fantasy points, and someone takes you up on it. They take the other side. It's great. I love their fantasy bingo, where you can do five across, you can do four in the corner, black it out, just predicting fantasy points on your favorite players, especially in preseason. The promo code is PLAYER, where they match your deposit up to $200 plus... Those $25 in bonus bucks. This offer is insane. You know, I said earlier, all the, the promo codes are underworld, unless you go to rival, and then it's player. Where'd you come from? Player profiler. The promo code is player. If you go to rival and you forget the code, hit at DWZ Memphis. I'll remind you that the code is, in fact, player. You know, I was getting ready to give myself a sounder. I was going to drop a sounder. Because I was going to say, yep, there's the promo code. It's just like, all, but it's not. It's player. But I'll play the sound bite anyway because, well, I'm the only one here. 
Gotta get in your grandstanding and your hot dogging, don't you? Yeah. I was getting ready to grandstand and hot dog, but I screwed up those promo codes. But that one, player. All right, let's look at the props from week one. I went one and three and super bummed. Again, this is why betting is hard. This is why I, I make sure to remind you that, you know, bet recreationally. Uh, have fun. You know, make it a pizza bet, make it a combo meal bet, what, whatever it is, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you can afford. But uh, Jamal Williams, first drive of the uh, first drive of the, the, the game, one catch for five yards. I was like, I'm loving life. He's got to get two catches and, and eight and a half, nine yards. Do that one more time in the other 57 minutes of this game, and, and, I, and I'm in. Well, he got one more catch, barely like the second to last drive of the game, but he finished with eight yards. So I went one and one on Jamal Williams where I wasn't even really close. And, and I find it odd because the game itself was close. Was Rashad White only getting two receptions? I mean, this guy had 50 receptions last year. Fat Lenny's gone. Baker checks down the ball. I, I wanted I wanted to go back to the, the Rashad White props again this week because they're very similar to last week i couldn't bring myself to do it again to go back to rashad white i just don't get it uh gonna be an interesting game in tampa bay but i couldn't bring myself to back this guy again and then the final prop if i'd have told you last friday or if you'd have told me hey memphis jamal williams is gonna have four catches and all he has to do all he has to do is have 12 yards for you to win. I'm taking off the rubber band. I'm I'm taking I'm I don't even need the money clip. I'm emptying the clip. I'm I'm popping the rubber band cuz hell yeah, four catches. He had one catch for negative 7 yards and one for negative 4 yards. Absolutely brutal. 1 and 3 on props. Not a great start. Let me hit you with some props that I love. Again, th there were some that I loved. We had a, I had a Michael Pittman prop that I loved. It moved. I had a, um, uh, again, the James Cook prop. It moved. I, I, I didn't want to give them, and I didn't want to put them in the show. I think that's BS. Again, I screen clip these, and if you're watching on the show, you can see it right here. Um, right here at the very bottom, if you see the word juice, right above the C and the E in juice, you'll see Josh Jacobs over two and a half receptions. That was as of 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the fine state of Indiana. Now, Josh Jacobs over two and a half yards. Now you're laying a buck 40, 40 cents worth of juice. That's okay. This is a number that he hit nine times last year. And of the nine times, five of the nine times came in a loss. I mentioned earlier, I like the bills in this game. The bookies, think the Bills are an eight-point better team with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. So they're an eight-point dog. And, the, and the, the Jets last week, the Jets running backs had six catches on seven targets. And the, the Raiders don't super involve other running backs back there. I think they'll be down. I think that the, the Buffalo Bills will be able to get more pressure on the ultra-handsome Jimmy GQ. And I think you'll see a lot more checkdowns. Again, this is a number that, that Josh Jacobs has done quite a bit. So I do like Josh Jacobs over two and a half receptions. You got to lay a buck 40. Uh, next one, I'm going to go same same game, two props. And again, originally, the, the original prop I, I was going to give here 
was a uh, 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 G to Christmas. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I may, I may not even edit this out because I don't even care. It was the Rashad White prop. It was the James Con the, the, the James Cook prop. But it is a James Conner prop. I am going James Conner over two and a half receptions. Favorite prop bet of the season so far. Lay a dollar thirty, and I don't get this one at all, gang. James Conner has had three or more receptions in eight of his last nine games, including five catches on five targets last week. And I've already predicted. I think they're going to be behind next th th this coming weekend. Uh, I think this number will move. I think that Juice will eventually hit a buck forty, a buck forty-five, and then eventually people will continue to lay it until the point to where I think the receptions prop moves to three and a half. If you can get it now, you're watching live. If you're a prop better or you want to do rival promo code player, then then now's the time to act. Um, podcast drops at midnight. Hopefully it didn't change overnight, but I, I, I do really like this because this is very confusing uh, for a bad team from behind, a guy who's coming off double this number. I like James, James Conner over two and a half receptions. Final player prop, Paris Campbell of the New York football giants on the other side under two and a half receptions. You can't all be overs under two and a half receptions and plus a dollar 10. Um, again, I think the New York giants come in and they get back to some basics under Brian Dable. I think you're going to see a ton of Saquon Barkley. If you're looking to spend up in DFS this weekend, I think I look at Saquon Barkley, uh, the Cardinals did not have a very good game against the tight end. I think this is a game where the big three on offense for the New York Giants get back on track. I think that's Daniel Jones somewhat running, but I should be somewhat passing, but a lot more running. And I think Saquon Barkley comes in and they absolutely feast on this Arizona Cardinals team. I, I think the Cardinals are way worse than they look. Hell of an effort last week with, with Jonathan Gannon and, you know, uh, a young team on the road against a pretty rabid fan base. You know, Washington hadn't had anything to be excited about in a while. Obviously, they got a new owner there. But back to Paris Campbell, you know, he saw four targets last week in an absolute blowout, and he caught one of them. So if he can get three receptions and get more receptions than Terry McLaren had against the, the Washington football team, commandos, whatever the hell, then that's fine. Then I will take that beat. But this is Paris Campbell under two and a half receptions. That one's plus a buck ten. Uh, I did look at Javante Williams' passing stats again. His his yardage prop is ten and a half. Now that's not official. I'm only going with the three. I'm going with Jacobs over receptions, Connor over receptions, Campbell under receptions. But I, I did look at Javante Williams. That number intrigued me. Uh, Durham Smythe. I, I do like the, the Durham Smythe number. Uh, he's the only tight end in town in, in Miami. And I thought, well, that's a smash under at 19 and a half. And then I looked and he had like 43 yards on three receptions. And I think Bill Belichick's always going to try to make quarterbacks play left-handed. And I think he takes away Tyreek Hill or really tries to, uh, Jalen Waddle is banged up with an oblique. I mean, I mean, I think the guy plays, but I think it could be a good receiving game for Moster and Smythe. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if uh, they tried to get Mike Gusecki involved. 
Uh, Mike Gusecki revenge game, for those of you that love that narrative. Mike Gusecki revenge game could be on deck. Um, his over-under yardage prop was 13.5 yards. So these are some of the ones that I'll be looking to play myself. But there you go. There's a show. We have our survivor. We have our pick em. We have some player props. We have some things to get your juices flowing, to get that mind racing about what you want to get down on this weekend. But remember, as always, as I'm always going to tell you here at The Juice, bet with your head, never over it. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate the engagement tonight. I'm really impressed with the number of people watching the stream. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the support. I think that's tremendous, and, and I'm very grateful. And I have another show, Dynasty Warzone. Now, you won't find that in the live feed until we get into the offseason. You can find it on Thursdays. It's under videos, not under live videos, but under videos on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. Uh, please subscribe to both, both the audio and YouTube channels for the Player Profiler Network and the Dynasty Warzone Network. And I bet I'll see you guys back here next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football. Be smart. Take care of each other. See you next time. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure with a little juice. No, we think that you ooze. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak